Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. I'm your host, Blessing Adelaide Jr. Joining me is the host of WWE's This Is Awesome on Peacock, Greg Miller. Thank you, Blessing. We just dropped trailer number two for the most awesome entrances. You can go watch it right now on the WWE YouTubes and socials and everything else. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Has it hit you yet? How cool that is? How awesome uh, that is? Uh, i see awesome. what you did there yeah. yeah it has yeah it has like for sure like I, we talked about it a bit on the kind of funny podcast available right now where i tell all my backstage SummerSlam, paul Heyman stories or whatever but like the short version just for it of like the build up to it i was so ready for it to be an afterthought for the wwe like oh there's some mm. WWE, there's some peacock show it's not like a real thing you know i didn't expect like wwe at WWE to be tweeting about me or Instagramming or requesting me to share the thing or putting me on the bump or all like, you know, the buildup to it, it had been so easy and obviously recording it from home and all these different things. I I wasn't sure what the show was going to be like or what it would be like to work with them on that level. And I was shocked that it's like, Oh no, this is a real thing. And we're gonna put you on the pay-per-view and you're talking to Jerry, the King Lawler and Booker T. I'm like, Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Nice. I gotta go listen to the, the kind of funny podcast on it. I gotta go get that sweatshirt. where did you get this dope sweatshirt? Oh, I I got on kind of funny.com slash store. The PS I love you sweatshirt for those that are, that are listening. Kind of funny.com slash store. You get a new mechanical keyboard. Is this what you're showing off? And then I do express shipping. And then it goes bing bong. Oh, here it is. Delivery not as uh, fast as a uh, showcase. And, uh, People are always saying how expensive the shipping is on the kind of funny store. <laughs> but with service like that, ladies Holy and gentlemen, cow. how can you be angry? Incredible. Uh, Greg, yesterday, last night, I was listening to a podcast. And they're talking about this is a non sequitur. They're talking about Beyonce, and they're mainly talking about how the second half of Beyonce's career has like skyrocketed compared to the first half of the career. And that got into a whole conversation about uh, glow ups in the industry. That then led to me thinking about the studios that have had the best glow, glow ups in the last ten years. Oh. Who do you think has had the best glow up as a Ooh, game studio? Now this is this years? is the traditional thing, right? Where I Hold on. Uh, of course. Hold on. Y'all got really robotic really quick. I don't Everybody, know there's happens. a problem with robots. Yeah. Robot, 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 robot. I see Greg. Robot, Greg is looking all like. You're looking robotic too. You're doing the. Yeah. I think Discord. So be... if, if it's all of us, it might be a Discord problem. It's Discord, yeah. Do, we, yeah. do our voices sound robot? Yeah. The, that's oh, okay. usually what I get most concerned about is your voice. Sure, yeah. So we're, now you guys are normal. Now you guys are normal. This strikes me as something from our hit show, PS I Love You XOXO, where you can get the sweatshirt right now on kindoffunny.com slash store. Uh, not new. It's an old sweatshirt. Uh, but it reminds me of like when I do a PSN message, and then you go, this could have been topic of the show. Yeah. Tomorrow, we have a PS I Love You XOXO. We're being joined by the one, the only, Jake Baldino. All right? Oh, yeah. Really? Very excited for we it. could sit on this yeah. and do it there. We could do it the first part. I mean, well, my, my question for you then is, 
is it uh, is it for sure a PlayStation Studio has had the best glow up? Well, I'm, that's where my well, mind for went. our show for our show we would say it's we're doing first part the best play we could. Or the best, I don't yeah. I, I don't want to spoil anything, but the first studios that came to mind were both Sony Santa Monica mm-hmm. and Gorilla. Sucker Punch. Oh, oh yeah, Sucker Punch. No, uh, so yeah, three studios right there that have had amazing glow up. So yeah, we could take this and table it for PS Love You and have the conversation there. Okay, because I Jake think that will be probably a PlayStation conversation. It will be. Of course. Oh, of course. Because, I mean, if we're going to say what Xbox studios had the most glow up, they'd be like, well, they have to make games first, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Got him. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, Snowbike Mike. Bite the curb. God Jesus. Damn. Jesus. All right, well, we're going to take I'm that this, conversation. It's a console war, not a console party, everybody. All right? I'm, I'm pretty sure there was just an episode of Xcast where they talked about how the console wars were over. I mean, that wasn't really the God of War. What a surprise. Big old Phil Spencer over there saying the console war is over. All right. Shuhei Yoshida, he's got lightning and thunder. (laughs) He's over there. He's over there putting out indies. He's over there making YouTube videos right now. Herman Hulse wrestling alligators just to stay in shape. That that thumbnail and title is like, uh, we're memeing, you know. Listen so my mic is in in chat. All he said was all he says is face dot dot dot. I don't know what that means. I don't either. I don't but know I mean, what he's talking about. Mike's probably mid tarantula right now, getting ready to stream some games here in a second. <laughs> he's playing the the Hot Wheels expansion of Forza. He's having fun over there. They got plenty to play over there on Xbox. They got plenty to play. They got that. They got the As Dust Falls game. They're having a good time. But Greg, we're also gonna have a good time because we're gonna talk about today's stories, which include a new Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Pokemon Showcase happening. We're going to talk about all the details. Uh, Blizzard canceled a WoW mobile game and more because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every week at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosteeth.com, or you can listen later on <laughs> podcast services around the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and fortnite to help support the channel to be a part of the show to patreon.com slash kind of funny games or bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad free with exclusive daily post show housekeeping for you a new episode of the kind of funny x cast is up right now and it's the start of x cast being up on a new day wednesday Hell yeah. Uh, the crew talks about game franchises they've never played before. You can catch that right now on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and on podcast services around the globe. Barry, do you have any spoilers for that one? Is there any any game in particular that uh, really stands out that they haven't played? I don't want to ruin it, but there's definitely some answers from one Gary Witta that really surprised me, for sure. Wow, really? With, with him being in the industry as long as he has, there's some answers. Uh, well, I, 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 you know, I want to be respectful one. to, you know, Mr. Witta, who might be on the uh, more aged side of the industry, correct? Mm. Um, and so he's he had seasoned. some answers. Yeah, he, he's seasoned. He's a veteran. Uh, he had some answers that I think were the most surprising out of the, the, the three between him, Paris, and Mike. Interesting. Real quick, like- can, I get a, can I get a redo real quick there? I'm sorry. Go for it. Go for it. Sorry. He's seasoned, unlike the food from his home country. Oh, got him! Sorry, Britain hit the bricks. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm on fire today. Somebody in the chat earlier had said, "How is Greg like this every day of his life?" And it's a great question. <laughs> God, nobody from XCast is safe. 
Paris, at some point during the show, Paris is going to get one. Oh my God! Don't even know if he started fight. on Paris Lily. All right, there's not oh. enough ink in the world to print this man's sins. All right, get out of here, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, for now, if you want to go watch something that's not a cinnamon sin, something that's a cinema. Uh, uh, I don't even know where I was going with that transition. I was trying to be cool. I couldn't do it. <laughs> it was something that's good. Uh, Bullet Train is a good movie. We have our Bullet Train review that's up on youtubecom so kind of funny and on the Screencast podcast feed. I didn't get to be on that review, but I did get to watch Bullet Train. Oh, how was it? Fucking, I love that movie. I it looked it. so good from the trailer and it's one of those that i saw and i was like oh like i'm actually hesitant for this movie to come out because the trailer makes it look so good i'm glad it lived up to it yeah it is it's one of those ones where i there are definitely things about the movie that didn't work for me or scenes in the movie that didn't work for me because they're, go- they're it's a comedy and like i think comedy can be hit hit or miss sometimes especially when it's going for like a certain kind of comedy and that comedy doesn't land for you I, there, there are things with that where I'm like, oh man, I wish this character was written differently. Oh, I wish this, I wish this person wasn't given this specific accent. Uh, there's things like that, but overall, it's a really fun ride. It reminded me of watching um, like Kingsman or like an okay. Edgar Wright film. It has that kind of oh, energy to okay. it. So if that's your taste. One thousand percent, I recommend going to see Bullet Train. For now, though, I want to thank our Patreon producers, Fargo Brady, Guyvy, and the Saboteur. Today, we're brought to you by Me Undies and Chime, but. We'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is, and forever will be, the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have four stories today. A baker's dozen! Starting with our number one. Greg, I woke up this morning at 5.40. Oh, okay. 5.40, because I wanted to be in this chair by 5.50. Because at 6 a.m., Nintendo slash the Pokemon company decided they wanted to do a Pokemon Presents showcase talking about uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Of course, me where, and Tim's where, early. Where can I watch these reactions? Where can I watch these reactions? Of course, me and Tim's early live reactions you can catch on YouTube.com. So it's kind of funny games uh, where we where we watch it together along with Roger McCorney running the ones and twos. And let me tell you, there are some moments in this live reaction that you for sure want to check out because Pokemon Company is going to Pokemon Company. The same way that Nintendo is going to Nintendo, there are moments where it's like, why would you do this this way? Why would you frame this this way? Why would you say this this way? It's a blast to watch through. Also, shout out to the drip, uh, Bear. I don't know if you're able to go to my Twitter. I quote tweeted um, the, I always forget his name, but the the on-camera host for Pokemon Presents, he brings it every single time with his drip. Like, look at this guy. Yeah, that's an outfit right there. That's an outfit. That's amazing. Yeah. He looks incredible. And so, yeah, go check that out. Uh, I do have a recap for you, uh, written by the one, the only Tom Phillips at Eurogamer who writes this. Today's Pokemon Presents live stream has provided a plethora of new details on the upcoming Pokemon Scarlet and Violet due for release this November. This includes the game's chief evolution gimmick, several new Pokemon species, and a name for its region, Paldia. Freshly revealed Paldian Pokemon include Fido, a chubby puppy that looks like it's made of oily bread, and Satitan, an icy whale. With <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I missed this. Can I get a picture of this chubby puppy that looks like I'm it's made of oily it. bread? To... Oh, have you not seen Fido? I guess not. Is oh, he looks been incredible. blowing up the uh, the timeline this morning, Greg. Yeah. He's, but he's brand new. Like I wouldn't have missed yeah. this. Because there's other, some other fluffy Pokemon that has like a dog name. But I'm not saying it doesn't matter. Oh, that's like matter. half of them. That's like half. It's probably like what uh, is oily Arcanine. bread? Like, is it like the oily where bread. you have like when, when you go and like you go to like a like a buttered roll kind of bread where like it's like tan but glistening on top? Yeah, yeah, no, okay. I, I would 100%. Oh, here we go, here we go. Yeah, every every single here we go. Not that guy, that guy, that's just really quickly. There's that's Wooper. Wooper. that's Wooper. Looks pretty dope. Wooper. 
This is Fido. And then this right here is Fido. Oily. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, the drawing, I'll give you the ear kind of looks like oily bread. I fucking love Fido. Every single Pokemon, every single Pokemon game has, give me I think, one or two Pokemon that blow up because of how cute they are. I think yeah. Fido might be this one. Uh, might give be me the two, one this time two back. What was the one that I liked before this one? Woofy? <laughs> there was one. There was one you just showed that I had popped for. Whooper. Whooper, yeah. Look at Whooper. Both for ears. No arms. Whooper has existed before. Yeah. But the new thing about new Whooper. Porygon had existed for decades, and then I put him on the map, all right? That's true. Just like you put the bear on the map. Just like you put Avril Lavigne on the map. Tastemaker, Greg Miller. That's right. Yep. Uh, the, the new thing about Wooper this time around is that he's brown. Yeah. And it's the Paladin form, which makes me think they call, should have called him Pooper. But <laughs> obviously Nintendo doesn't so, have uh, the uh, fucking on balls that same to do track, it. <laughs> someone in the chat at the beginning of the stream asked, shouldn't the evolution for Fido be thoroughbred? Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. That's that's good. I forget who that's that chatter good. was, but shout out to you. I like the chatters that make you think. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopping back into the article, uh, we also got to see a Paulian Wooper, the game's first announced regional form. Uh, it's brown and poisonous from living in the area's bogs. Again, it sounds like a pooper. Uh, we also saw several new forms for the game's legendary box creatures, Coridon and Muridon, uh, which the player will ride to traverse the Paldean region. Each has three forms to aid exploration, allowing you to sprint slash swim slash glide. In Paldia, all Pokemon can terrestrialize, a temporary process which covers the, the creatures in a crystalline effect and gives them a glitzy Terra Jewel crown uh, for the remainder of the battle. Pokemon which have been terrestrialized uh, will see a boost in power to moves the same as their Terra type, of which there are 18. Raid battles will return in Scarlet and Violet, with Terra raid battles offering up to four players the chance to take on wild uh, terrestrialized Pokemon. We also learned about the structure of the game, which will offer three main quest lines described as grand stories. The first of these is your usual tour around eight Pokemon gyms across the region, this time without a specific path to follow. Two more stories were hinted at, but not detailed. Now, Greg, uh, you have your hand up. What's up? I, as you know, am a Pokemon noob. I played, a, I played, I think, three of them to completion. I can never keep any of them fucking straight. This story, this quest line they're talking main, three main quest lines is that new? Like I don't, I, I don't, I just remember going through the cities doing the thing, and then I, I won the guy. So typically in a in a Pokemon game, you're going through the main eight gyms, and then you get to the Elite Four, and that's it. And they've like yeah. deviated here and there. I believe Sun and Moon did a different thing. I didn't play Sun and Moon, but I know they kind of deviated a little bit from that. But yeah, the three quest line thing is different. My okay. question is, how different is it? Sure. Because when I when they say three quest lines, right, and one of them one of them is going through the gyms, which they say you can do in any order, which is new and that is very exciting. The other two make me wonder if all right, are the other two quest lines going to be legendary Pokemon and then a Team Rocket like organization? Because we've had those in pretty much every single Pokemon, right? And, or is it going to be something brand new? And usually the the Team Rocket organization thing that usually happens in the middle of your eight gym Pokemon journey that you have yeah. to do to like progress through. Um, and so, yeah, I, I wonder, it sounds, you might be on the money there, bless of like, yeah, one's the, the legendary Pokemon, uh, stuff. And then one is like, if you want to go to fight the, the, the team rocket, whoever, whoever it's going to be, uh, this generation, you can do, go do that, but we're not going to force it into the, the gym kind of, uh, through line. Yeah, like we're not going to make this part of the core story. You can do it separately. If you're somebody that just wants to do the gyms and gets excited about that, you can do it that way. Or if you want some of the more, well, some of the other story content there, you can go go do it that way. I think it's 
interesting. But what I what interesting interests me more is that it seems like they're really trying to shake things up. This being an open world Pokemon, I I get the vibe that they're wanting to make it a little bit more emergent in that way. In the way that like you hop into an open world into certain open world games, and it's like cool now go anywhere right you don't have these linear objective paths instead sure. we're gonna allow you to go any direction you want and experience the game as you want to experience it i like that they're leaning in that direction and i think there is opportunity even if they're doing the traditional oh yeah you're the, one of the story paths is going to be about the legendary pokemon the difference here is that the legendary pokemon you get in this game it seems like you have from the very start because it is oh if you have maraiden or i forget the other one something raiden right if you have one of the Coridon or maraiden <clears throat> If you have one of them, that is operating as your vehicle, right? And so you can cycle across the land, you can fly on them, or you can swim in water with them. I, that makes me wonder, okay, cool. How are you going to take that and then loop it into a narrative? It's not going to be about catching legendary Pokemon as much as it might be about having it from the beginning and then figuring out like what conflict is there that maybe you need to save the legendary Pokemon's family or some weird shit in terms of like <laughs> a legendary Pokemon uh, quest. But Greg, for you... As somebody who I believe your last Pokemon game was Pokemon Sword? It's the one that came out in 2019. Jen and I played it on our way back from France. It's all we yes. played. So that was Pokemon Sword. Gotcha. Is this looking at this trailer, looking at the gameplay and reading through uh, what I just read through, does this excite you at all? Very much so. No, I honestly think this will probably be... Uh, I, let's dial back. This is the most excited I've ever been for a Pokemon game. Like, again, I picked up RCS during uh, uh, my paternity leave with Ben, played like an hour of it, and I was like, this is good. I'm going to get back to it when I'm not playing some... I think I was obsessed with Far Cry at the time or whatever I was playing during break. And uh, then in that time before I got back to it, they announced this one, and I was like, oh, well, I'm way more interested in being in a modern Pokemon game than a uh, historic Pokemon game where I've been thrown back through time and my cell phone doesn't work. So I was like, I'll just wait for this. So the idea that this still is open world... And I can run around and do the battles that way. The idea that they're turning it on its head a little bit, not that it matters too much with me, but of like, all right, cool, take on the gyms in any order. This seems this seems like the mechanics that I liked about Arceus put into the, the world that I appreciate more from modern Pokemon games. And so as somebody who doesn't still to this day really have an attachment to the franchise, I'm perfectly happy to wait. My, my concern is, of course, what will be happening? Right now, if this game dropped, and I, you know, I finished the review I'm on right now that I can't talk about. I feel like I'd be all about getting into this. When this drops in November, right? Am I have I platinum God of War Ragnarok? Am I done with that? Am I still screwing around with that? Is oh, there you, anything? You'll you you'll platinum it by Perfect. then. Perfect. I appreciate that. Uh, actually, uh, with review with how review codes work, maybe you wouldn't have platinum it. Because in my head, it's like, oh yeah, you're gonna review God of War Ragnarok, so you're probably gonna get that game. Well, a week or two ahead yeah by the time the game is actually officially out you're in platinum mode like you're you're yeah. sure i'll probably have to wait for a guide though for like ravens or whatever or something stupid like that true you know or I mean? uh, very, did you very did true. you fight all the valkyries in 2018 well yeah i platinum the game i had to oh but you uh, mean did i do it before launch yeah. i did not do it before launch no okay. no i did it after launch i did it after launch we're talking yeah. about i think about a week and a half later that pokemon uh that this new pokemon game comes out after god of comes war. out yeah november 18th to god of wars november 9th I, it doesn't, I mean, I think that's a good window, but yeah. then the big problem is, is there any other holiday thing I'm not paying attention to that will have come out around then? And then, blessing, mm -hmm. when on God's green fucking earth are we getting the one, the only, Callisto Protocol? Well, that has a date. I'm pretty well, sure. Oh, yeah, December. I, I'm, I'm aware. Oh, they brought me again review. for review code business for us and, mm -hmm. like, doing our jobs, right? Okay. Because I would, yeah. I would right now, if you're like, Greg, you can get Callisto Protocol right now, but we blink Pokemon out of existence, I'd say goodbye, Pokemon. And then what I would do is invent Pokemon to become a millionaire. But that's just Smart. me scheming. 
Smart. Yeah, so the Callisto, the Callisto Protocol comes out on December 2nd, right? You're, yep. uh, oh, man. Rats so that's about like the same distance. That's in the window, buddy. That that's puts in Scarlet the window. Violet, that puts Pokemon Scarlet and Violet in a very dangerous what window to be alive? But again, then, even, even that said, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay, Callisto Protocol, I review that and finish that. Then we're into December, traditionally a pretty slow point for video games. So maybe yeah. maybe I'm playing Pokemon uh, Scarlet, Pokemon Violet then and doing that. Because, of course, as you just saw my wife deliver coffee, if you're a video viewer, Jen, a huge Pokemon fan who plays them all. So her and I will be playing together. Does she catch maybe them that's all? the thing. I don't, Jen, do you usually, not usually, but I, Jen, do you, you don't catch them all every time, right? Oh, no. But you have caught them all, right? Yes. Yes, she has caught them all, but she does not Hell catch yeah. them all all the time. Interesting. Which is the one? I, though here's the chat. I need the help. Which one? Uh, if I if you get it, your 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 trainer is uh not your trainer. Your boss, what your coach? I guess is Kit Ellis. And wh which one has the 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 woman? <laughs> what? Oh, you're talking about of, of these two? Like yeah. I, I get you're, Scarlet you're Violet. Professor. Which one is which one? Which there's one, one with the hot man, and there is the one with the woman who's yeah. also hot, but like the man is like really hot. Everybody's <laughs> hot. One. Everybody's hot. Scarlet. Honestly, Kit, there's so many hot characters. You guys don't. Them. How can you guys not ever agree on fucking anything in the chat? How is it that hard? Bandera said Violet is the Kit game. Uh, BL Pentertainment. Ellis is Violet. Which is it? Violet has the guy. Scarlet is the woman. Okay. Violet seems like it's going to be the like. Look one. at this man. That's not the guy we're talking about. I though. know, but I'm just saying oh, everybody is, is hot in this stuff, game. You're gonna have to probably get a side by side for me real quick, but leave that up. That it. No, leave it up, please. I'm sorry, Barrett. Thank you. Uh, that right there is edgy Zach Ryan. If Zach Ryan went through and got twisted <laughs> up in Pokemon and put into the game, that'd be edgy Zach Ryan from Twitch, Twitch and formerly of IGN. Real quick, what I'm doing, Jen? Can you hear me? Yeah. I am calling that I will be playing Pokemon Scarlet, which means you have to play Pokemon Violet. Okay, cool. Wait, so wait, wait. I think the difference. Scarlet is the one. Which one are you trying to play? I want I want to be coached by the woman because the guy looks way too much like Kit Ellis. I won't be able to enjoy myself. Uh, oh, okay. I like Kit, but I'm, I mean, it's going to be like Kit giving me commands and stuff. I don't want that. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm definitely going to be a Violet boy. I do. I do like the Kit Ellis looking uh, professor and then also the, the legendary for Violet is that so both the legendaries are motorcycles. I don't know if you saw this <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> both this motorcycle Pokemon. One of them fucking gallops uses on the, his legs yeah. and the other one yeah. actually runs like a motorcycle. I think I want that's the one, the one that I, I will get because I'm I'm Scarlet is what I said. Yeah, Scarlet, yeah. right? And yeah, Scarlet, Scarlet is the, the one, one with that the runs gallop. on his legs. Yes, I won't. So I okay will tell you that. that's a turnoff to me. But again, I can't have Kit from Kit and Krista over here. Being Telling like, I got, you. yeah, I got you some balls, or go fight this thing, or go yeah. back to the. No, I can't do it, Kit. I'm sorry. I, here's the thing. Again, I like Kit a lot. This is yeah. not me saying I don't like Kit. It would just be like, hey, Nick Scarpino's giving you the chore. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Blessing. I will say before this, before seeing these legendaries in motion, I was definitely a Scarlet Boy because I usually try to pick off of like which legendary I think looks cooler. Mm -hmm. But then seeing it in motion. Yeah, look at go. Look at here it comes. I think I think I might become a violet boy, honestly. Is it the same thing as look me? Where so why I, does I it have, like gallops? Why does it have the wheels and then it gallops? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. That's look because cool he's like he's was. like the old, older like old school uh, 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 Pokemon uh, legendary who like has it for aesthetic reasons, but it's not like he hasn't Function. fully evolved where he's like they're usable, right? Or is this one? Being more modern, uh, can you can use the wheels? Because that was something they they That's talked about point. in, in uh, one of the last uh, Pokemon presents when they were talking about uh, Violet and Scarlet. Is that there are going to be two different vibes of like more like uh, rustic uh, with the uh, with Scarlet and more like modern stuff with Violet. So 
It's another thing. It's another thing. To Plus, are you? Are where are you right now with Scarlet Violet? Are you stoked? Are you in? Because I'm in. I, I'm in. Yeah, I, I was never not in. I it's the thing for me in Pokemon where I, Pokemon for a while has stopped exciting me. You know, sure. I'm not like stop everything. I gotta play the new Pokemon game, and I'm not. I, I'm even somebody who, when it comes to new Pokemon updates, I'm not paying attention to every single little thing. Right? Like I was excited to wake up and react to this thing this morning with Tim, uh, because he is my nintendo slash pokemon brother in arms and i think we're both relatively sure. like we have such a past with pokemon and our kids selves love pokemon but yeah. our, our adult selves don't have that same connection to it but we want it to be good we want it to excite us again that we're looking forward to seeing whatever whatever big things they announce for it to hold to hopefully get us back in but seeing this nothing nothing here particularly gets me oh shit let's fucking go it all makes me go all right, cool. All right, more cool. Pokemon, and I'll play it, and I'll have a fine time with it. But it's not one that I want. Pokemon. I, I think this is gonna leave me the same way that Pokemon Sword and Shield left me. Which by the time I finished that game, I was like, cool. I'm not really gonna think about this again. I'm not really going. This isn't going to have a lasting effect on me. But it was fun during the time. It was fun during the moment. It is going through the motions, and I like the Pokemon motions. And so I'm in. I'm it, into it for that way. How much Arceus did you play? I'm sorry if that got covered. Not enough. Arceus. Uh, okay. I should have played way more Arceus. Arceus was actually was actually one that excited me momentarily because it was doing something different and because it seemed like it could have been the Pokemon game that we had been asking for for at least I had been asking for forever. But it just came out at the wrong time. Where if you remember that was post us having Dying Light 2 and then also Sifu and then us being about to get Horizon and then Elden Ring. Oh and so God. I just had no time to play Pokemon Legends Arceus and then the time went and then I just never had the motivation to go back to it. I played maybe about mm, three hours, four hours. I, will, I was like, it's cool. I PJ will... Julian says, bet Greg Miller will not finish Pokemon Scarlet. Oh, you Take will. It. You will. Bear Courtney says, I will. Yeah. And again, I think remember, you will too. Yeah, I got Jen over here. Sword and Shield, which I could not remember the name of. Remember, we finished that. And I'm yeah. not saying I'm not even I'm not even taking the thing of this. You know what I mean? If you want to get in there and you want to say, hey, you know, get a poll going. What's this new about which one you're choosing right now for prof which professor are you choosing? Hot dad here. Bless. I will say uh, like I, I beat Arceus. Um, the, the thing that I think both Tim and I were missing personally was the more uh, structured, like you're going to gyms and stuff like that, or for me personally, just going out and like catching Pokemon over and over again didn't feel uh, enough for me. I liked that structure, but it never felt like I was ever building to anything substantial. So I mm -hmm. think this is gonna be like a cool mixture of like what Arceus was building up where you're going out and you're like uh, sneaking around catching Pokemon and stuff like that. <clears throat> and then actually building up to whatever you want to do, if it's uh, go after the gyms or go over uh, to those two other storylines and stuff like that. So, And then also this with the legendary Pokemon being all of your terrains of uh, transportation, um, it's very similar to uh, how Arceus would work, where you had very specific Pokemon who, like, you had one that you could glide with, you had one that you could swim with, but they're all putting that into, into one Pokemon, which I, I feel like it's a similar vibe, too. Well, speaking of Arceus, Jake Bakes Cakes writes into patreon.com slash games just like you can and says, Good morning, Greg, and blessing. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet showed off some more content, and personally, I think it looks good. One thing did stand out. The UI, <clears throat> the UI from Sword and Shield is gone, and, and it has been replaced by a smaller UI from Arceus. We've gotten small details in the trailer about combat and the gameplay loop, but they have not shown the meat of the details. How much is, this, how much is Scarlet slash Violet like Arceus? We have no idea. 
Greg and Bless, you each have a complicated relationship with Pokemon in your own way. Greg, we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll Greg, your Pokemon went out to get cigarettes and never came back 30 years ago. <laughs> Greg, will this disappoint, me, disappoint you if it only pulls the open-worldness of Arceus into Scarlet and Violet and none of the third-person combat mechanics? Blessing, what should this pull or not pull from Arceus to be the best Pokemon yet? Thanks for all you do and for sacrificing sleep for little to no reason. Greg, yeah. as, I, as I recall, you played a little bit of Arceus. Is there anything from Arceus where you're like, oh, I want this to appear in the new Pokemon game? I, it's not even a, there's like file not found there. Like I played, like yeah. I said, an hour of Arceus and enjoyed what I did. But that was like literally me getting Taylor Swift out of town, right? Where I went to the thing and I talked to the guy who was mad at me. And I talked to a woman, I think, who was mad at me. And I finally started running and I was like, oh, this is cool. I'll get back to this. I'll probably restart because I know I'm going to put it down for so long. I don't even remember what the the third person mechanics of it were versus what traditional is i want the open worldness i want to be able to run around and have that freedom of it that's what i'm looking for in it that's my that's my thing too and we touched on it a little bit before the question but yeah i want it to feel emergent in the way that a, a, an open world game can feel right mm -hmm. like i think part of the part of why i wasn't vibing super hard with pokemon sword was how structured it was and you know it's not it's not new for a pokemon game i think pokemon games tend to be a bit more structured it is you're going through the gyms in order you are running into team team rocket going through, the, through those story bits um but uh one thing that one thing that i've seen about uh noticed about, about pokemon games in the last few that i played is how repetitive and structured they can be from game to game in the way that you know you're picking from the first three starters is it is fire water grass all right which one do you want you get one cool you go into the first fields you're running into a rodent and a small bird <laughs> right it is always the same kind of pokemon cool let's go into the first gym let's do the second thing and the gameplay loop tends to be so similar between pokemon games and that again that is another reason why pokemon legends rcs excited me was the fact that it seemed like it was breaking out of that right cool uh, forget yeah. gyms let's just go through the motions of what catch them all can be and we're going to give you this list we're going to give you some some new systems we're going to let you have fun and build this first pokedex uh what i want from this new pokemon game is to kind of be the uh, meat in the middle in the way that Barry's yeah. kind of talking about you know i want some of that openness i want some of that choose the way you play uh, nature of Pokemon Arceus. Mm. But then I also do want some of the structure, right? I like having the gyms there. I like having something to chase. I like that it, that you can go about gyms in uh, any order, right? And for me, that, that could be exciting if they do it the right way. I imagine in the way that RPGs are and leveling is, I assume there's going to be a, a correct way to do it in terms of, oh yeah, well obviously like this gym is the most powerful gym. You got to be level 40 to, to, to get through this gym. I imagine you'll you'll run into that, but if they can find ways in which it really does feel like, no, I can play this the way I want. I'm going to go to the rock gym first because I have a water Pokemon uh, that I can rock, so I'm going to have a good leg up here. Mm. I think that that could be exciting. I think there's something there that they, that they can mess with. It, 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 it's something simple that makes it feel like your own Pokemon adventure rather than just emulating yeah. whatever the current anime is doing, right? Um, and it, it, it reminds me a lot of... Link Between Worlds, a uh, different franchise, I know, but it's similar where, you know, Link to the Past, a great Legend of Zelda game, but you went from point A to point B to point C to point D, whereas in Link Between Worlds, the smart thing about that game was that you could kind of tackle any dungeon in any order, so you felt like you were going on your own journey. And it's something, it's not like this huge groundbreaking thing, but it's just enough to, like, make it feel like it's your own thing, which yeah. I, I think will be really cool. Greg? Yeah. I want to talk to you more about Nintendo, but oh. before we do, 
I want to let, let people know out there about patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can go and get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, let us tell you about our sponsors. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two days more to save, pay bills, and generally feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just about getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account. So what are you waiting for? Hopefully not your paycheck. Get started with Chime today. Applying for a free account takes less than two minutes. Get started at Chime.com slash KFGames. That's Chime.com slash KFGames. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC early access to direct deposit funds depends on the payer. Have you heard about the legendary underwear brand that's taken the podcast world by storm? Famous for their buttery soft undies and bralettes, Me Undies loves podcasts just as much as you do. It's like they're made for you and you're made for them. You're made for each other. Now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know I love my Me Undies because they're the most comfortable underwear I've ever had and because they have great patterns. As the king of Halloween, my candy corn pair never fails to make me smile. Everyone knows Me Undies for their super soft undies and comfy bralettes but did you know they also make other stuff we're talking about durable cushy socks that will make your feet sing they even make hoodies for your dog so you can match every important person in your life available in sizes xs to 4xl and tons of colors and prints meoni says a great offer for my listeners any first time purchasers can get 20 percent off plus free shipping and returns to get 20% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash KindaFunny. That's MeUndies.com slash KindaFunny. Greg, let's continue the Nintendo talk with story number two. Do it. Nintendo Switch is seeing a sales decline. This is from John Porter at The Verge. Nintendo continues to struggle to hit its Switch production targets as a result of the global chip shortage, which, which contributed to a near 23% decline in console sales to 3.43 million in the three months ending June 30th, the company, <coughs> company reported today. <coughs> Excuse me. Sales of the standard Nintendo Switch were down 60% to 1.32 million units in the quarter, while sales of the Switch Lite were down nearly 50% to 0.59 million. The Switch OLED, which only went on sale last October, made up some of the shortfall with 1.52 million units sold. Software sales were also down by 8.6% to a little under 41.5 million units. The company still expects to sell 21 million consoles throughout the course of its year, ending March 2023. Quote, production was impacted by factors such as the global shortage of semiconductor components, resulting in a decrease in hardware shipments and subsequent decline in overall sales, Nintendo said in its earning release. It said it expects chip procurement to, quote, gradually improve, <laughs> procurement, uh, gradually improve from late summer towards autumn, end quote. The quarter uh, coincided with a quieter period for game releases. Nintendo Switch Sports was its best seller with 4.84 million units, followed by Mario Strikers Battle League and Kirby and the Forgotten Land with 1.91 million and 1.88 million respectively. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, a game that was released over five years ago in April 2017, sold 1.48 million units in the quarter. Nintendo has now sold over 111 million Switch consoles in total and says that, quote, demand remains stable uh, globally despite the age of the machine. Greg, does this surprise you at all? No, right? It's where we're at right now. This ship, uh, chip shortage continuing to move on and, you know, get in the way of everything else that's happening. Um, I think it's one of those, it's, you know, oh man, they're seeing a sales decline, continues to struggle, all these things. It's still like, 
outrageously selling you know what i mean yeah. like you, i'm on wikipedia for the you know the best selling consoles right it's still ps2 at number one nintendo ds game boy and game boy color there at number three playstation 4 at number four and nintendo switch at number five and for the list the, you know the numbers listed on wikipedia right switch has uh just over like 0 0.08 over uh 111 million and that puts playstation 4 at 117.2 million right in its sights yeah. Like that's going to fall to it, right? And then you even look ahead to Game Boy and Game Boy Color, right? That's at uh, uh, 118, well, basically 119 million. So you figure that one's going to fall too in terms of just the lifetimes of the Switch here as they figure out the chip shortage and they continue to do it as they put out another Zelda game, right? When Breath of the Wild mm -hmm. 2 does drop. Like how long they're committed to it, I think, you know, has them going up this list. The decline, this is just like what we were talking about uh, yesterday, two days ago, uh, where we're talking about across the industry, right? You are seeing numbers. Uh, yeah, Call of Duty yesterday with Activision, right? Activision's numbers and concurrence. Mm -hmm. Like, those numbers are dwindling because, yeah, the pandemic is not over, but the lockdowns are, and people are starting to open up to entertainment again and go to different places and do different things, let alone the recession, let alone the chip shortage. Like, Things are going to go back to stabilizing a bit down, I think. And this is just another one of it. I don't think Nintendo needs to be worried about it, but it does suck, right? It's back to what we always talk about with PlayStation 5, where if you could, if they make them, they sell them. But it's still so hard to get those units into stores and have them on the shelf for people to buy. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, there were also PlayStation numbers that were reported and uh, Microsoft numbers that were reported for Xbox. And yeah, across the board, everything uh, is down. So it's not a surprise um, uh, by that degree. But I also want to go, I want to shout out uh, Benji Sales on Twitter, uh, who tweets out the top 10 mm -hmm. uh, software sales for Nintendo right now. At number 10, we got Ring Fit uh, that has sold 14.5 million copies. Uh, number nine, Pokemon Let's Go. And number eight, Pokemon Brilliant diamond and shining pearl and number seven uh, super mario party number six mario odyssey and number five pokemon sword and shield those are at 24.5 million uh number four zelda breath of the wild at 27.1 million and number three uh is super smash brothers ultimate at 28.8 million and number two animal crossing new horizons at 39.3 million then a number one of course is mario kart 8 deluxe which has yeah, 46.8 million uh, the attachment they're rate never, for, they're for never Mario making Kart a nine. is ridiculous. They're never making a nine. That. Yeah, you're never not getting happening. that anytime yeah. soon. We're just gonna get endless DLC, and you know what? Not bad. We're not getting it. A, we're not getting a nine until they make the Switch two, which might also be very uh, like far away uh, with how well the Switch is doing. I, I still expect the next Nintendo hardware iteration to be something along the lines of a. I'm almost scared to say Switch Pro because that has a certain connotation to it, but like a leveled up Switch. That's what you're going like to get. If I, if I can, if from the chat, take off your pants and jacket says, the demand and chip shortage are going to kill the Switch's legs. Number one, point out, if from this very article, the second, the company still expects to sell 21 million consoles through the course of the year ending March 2023. That's still insane for a five-year-old console. 20, tw 21 million, right? Again, like, look at the numbers I just ran you through, and I'm not yelling at you here, right? But, like, again, at 111 right now, then 117 for PS4, 118, 119 for Game Boy, right? Like, you drop another 21 million on there and maybe they're playing fast and lose talking about they're not though, right? Like you're going to pass all that and be on the heels of the DS. Now you'll have quite a ways to go to get to the 154 mm -hmm. million of the DS and the 155 million of the PlayStation 2. But like, no, the demand and chip shortage are going to kill. I mean, they might cut down with what it already was, but it's not going to kill it. And then blessing, you're talking about what happens next. That's the big thing where you are going to get a Switch Pro or whatever, maybe not even a Switch Pro, a Switch redesign that yeah. will make all the chuckleheads like me and you and everybody else listening to this podcast buy another Switch and really inflate these numbers. Like, 
I doubt Nintendo is in any hurry to get to the Switch 2 and actually have like a new system. It'll be iterating on this thing and making sure you go out and keep buying them. Yeah, and the Switch is so hot right now that I could, and we talk about this all the time, but I could even see it be, uh, I could see it being a have your cake and eating it too situation where it is, okay, well, we're going to put out the Switch 2, but it's still going to be part of the Switch family, right? That Maybe falls it is into called, the Game Boy, Game Boy Color, like numbers, 100%. right? Yeah. yeah, where it is called the Super Switch or, you know, the Ooh. new Nintendo Switch or a dumb name like that, where it is, hey, it's new, it can play more powerful games, and we'll we'll have exclusive games for it, but it's going to run all your, your, your Switch stuff. It's going to have the same UI, it's going to have all the same benefits, and it's all going to work in the same family to inflate those numbers, but then also uh, be able to sell even more software by having all the all these people on the same platform. Greg Miller. Uh, bless from nintendo as you're talking about this upgraded switch will i have folders for my games on the home screen or like can i have different backgrounds <laughs> on other the than home screen uh, what do you think this is what company do you think we are uh, this is nintendo <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna give you what we want to give you i don't like say we're playstation anymore because they're doing the same shit you know bless god yeah nintendo hey, hey if you want to go to your game library Barrett, okay you can make all the Greg, folders who to your cares heart about organizing a game library in the back end i want to organize my home page not just have one straight line of games you're going to scroll to the right, and you're going to ah! like it. You're going to like it. <laughs> Nintendo and PlayStation really are two, two sides of the same coin. Like, I, Nintendo still is the, is the king of weird Nintendo decisions, but PlayStation makes some sneaky weird decisions where it's like, Wait, when did when did this happen? We had accolades. Oh, you're taking it away? Did you guys? Just <laughs> All, right. You later. All right, cool. Why not? Yeah, we're gonna put folders. We're gonna give you folders, but we're gonna we're gonna save it for the library. It's crazy. It's wild out here. But you know, congratulations to Nintendo on the numbers. These are very good numbers. So. Good on you. For now, let's talk about a different company. Let's talk about Blizzard with story number three. Blizzard and NetEase have canceled a mobile World of Warcraft game. This is Jason Schreier at Bloomberg. Activision Blizzard and NetEase uh, have torpedoed a World of Warcraft mobile game that had been in development for three years, raising questions about one of the industry's most lucrative business relationships. NetEase have disbanded a team of more than 100 developers tasked with creating content for the title, only some of which were offered internal transfers, uh, people familiar with the matter have said. The two companies disagreed over terms and ultimately called a halt to the project, which had been kept under wraps. The decision casts uncertainty over Blizzard's partnership with China's number two gaming giant, which affords the U.S. studio a valuable window into the world's, mo world's biggest mobile market. NetEase publishes World of Warcraft and other Blizzard franchises in the country and is also a co-creator of the recently released Diablo Immortal, which is on track to become a commercial success despite criticism about its in-game purchases. The now-canceled title, codenamed Neptune, was envisioned as an MMO set in the same universe as World of Warcraft. It wouldn't be a direct translation of the popular online game, but a spin-off set during a different time period. Greg, a World of Warcraft mobile title is now canceled. <gasps> what does that do for you? Nothing. Not, not, not much at all. It would have been interesting, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, I think, you know, mobile gaming uh, continues to get better and better and make more and more experiences that are uh bringing over console audiences or hardcore gamers whatever you want to say right uh and it's interesting to see them get closer and make things that are appealing to us and so would this have been a you know mmo that would have been like oh i need to be playing this on my phone i is, is, i'm gonna jump in i can you know am i able to use my backbone and connect right to it and jump in and play it that way i would have been interested to see that in the same way i you know as a diablo fan i jumped into diablo diablo immortal for the week but then like you know put it down and never came back the same way i jumped into i always forget marvel future revolution right that was the one that was the action rpg where i made a character and did all stuff and i was like cool and then i was like i can't use a controller i was like i don't want to be touch screening i don't know i don't feel like this like 
we're getting there and we're moving the, the ball forward, I feel, on so much, let alone bringing in streaming, let alone remote play, cloud, everything else. Like, I appreciate and enjoy watching the companies we already know form partnerships and then try to make their games or IPs work on the mobile device. I also enjoy what Apple Arcade's been doing. I played plenty of things that are designed to be on the phone there. And then even things that have been brought over, like, you know, uh, Beyond the Frame that I played on PlayStation that started as a mobile game, uh, Apple Arcade game. Like, that was fun and great. Like, there's a whole bunch of stuff there. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's cool of like, oh man, I wonder what this could have been, but I'm not going to cry about it. Yeah, I, this more this more so makes me ask questions, right, than react to it. And of course, I'm not somebody who, who who's in the World of Warcraft um, uh, eco space uh, anyway. So this isn't this isn't something that would that would you know get me excited. But it does make me ask questions in terms of, you know, what happened? Because this seems like something that would have been a hit for you know? sure. There, there's that an interesting question of yeah, a team of 100 developers has been disbanded. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like, like we're not doing this anymore. You know, yeah, this seemed like such a um a good partnership just in terms of what it does for you uh getting your games on mobile but then also um NetEase has access to markets that blizzard inherently doesn't have access to it seems like a match made in heaven in terms in, in um uh in terms of making the most money as, as possible and to not be able to come down on hey we have this world of warcraft game that we want to put on mobile and like just just that sense alone right mobile world of warcraft seems like a big money maker that seems like something that would be a hit within its audience uh, sure. and make blizzard a lot of money to not get that out the door and then also have it end up in yeah disbanding this team of 100 developers and probably fucking up the relationship between blizzard and that ease that must have been it must have been so it, would, it must have been a big disagreement right it must have been something that really didn't come down for it to happen in that way and this is i want to be a, a fly on the wall in terms of in, a fly on the wall to hear the conversations that went down and where they couldn't agree because that is a wild way for this thing to end up my question for you i think something you said you know you're not in the world of warcraft ecosystem mm-hmm. Do you think that this could have, since you're not, this being a fresh place to start, that's what is intriguing to me, right? Of a, a jumping in point and being in on the ground floor and going or something, right? Like, I think the legacy of WoW and the player base and everything else for it makes that so hard to get into right now. Where I've heard great things about WoW, obviously. I, I you know, I've ne- I think I tried it once way back in the day, but it was the normal thing of I had a friend who had been playing who was level whatever. Then I jump in, and so they're pulling you through content. You're not really experiencing the world, the story, the whatever to get in, blah, 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 blah. I feel like if they were to say, hey, we're doing another MMO in the WoW universe. It's on mobile. It controls really well. That would be intriguing to me because we'd all be playing from the same place and going in the same way, even though it's not it's apples and oranges a bit. But Diablo Immortal was a fun thing to jump in there and have, oh, Joey, what level are you? Okay, Mike, what level are you? What server are we playing on? Like It felt more communal than it would now. And I think that's the... The, always the problem with MMOs where it's like, even now I'm like, man, I could go for playing some DC universe online. But I remember two or three years ago when I dropped back in and it was like, what the fuck is going on? And nobody I know is playing it. And I'm yeah. like, just random. Like it's more fun. To, I think to always start these things and go from ground zero. Yeah. I, right now I would think if the, if Blizzard were to put were to put out a, an overwatch mobile, for example, I would be all in on that. And I'm not somebody who I don't tend to play mobile games. You know, that's not necessarily a, a selling point for me. You can take something that, I don't play and put it on mobile and I still it, it, as a jumping off point, maybe it could get me in, but as a game that's on mobile, it is still a tough sell. If you take something that is beloved or something that I love, right? Like overwatch and put it on mobile. 
oh, for sure, I'm going to check that out, right? And I'm sure that goes for plenty of World of Warcraft players, too. And yeah, for World of Warcraft, which has been a around for such a long time, and it's probably people probably have the question all the time of, hey, can I get in? Hey, where do I get in? Hey, what, is, what are the great, what are the good ways for me to level up my character um, uh, and, and, and fit in into World of Warcraft? Yeah, starting from the ground up via a mobile game could be the answer to that. And they've seen success with mobile in the past. Uh, Hearthstone is one that... Yeah. I remember hearing about a lot um, when that first came out, and even you know over the course of the last decade, I feel like people never really tired tired off of Hearthstone. Diablo Immortal has mixed reviews, but it seems like in terms of numbers, it's successful, and that's something that I would think they could re replicate, especially with other big uh, comparable companies going mobile as well and having that that stuff hit. You know, Call of Duty has Call of Duty Mobile, and I know people are playing that. Oh God, right? Yeah. Apex Legends has Apex Legends Mobile. A lot of big ongoing games have their mobile iterations right now, and. I, I think it's good for two things, like you say, right? It's starting from the ground up, having this new place to, to, to jump in, um, but it's also having a place that's approachable for people to jump in um, in the way that not everybody has a console, not everybody has a powerful PC. If you're a kid and you have access to your mom's iPhone or if you have access to your own your phone. Your own, yeah, the old, you know, your old beat up iPhone that's just Wi-Fi only. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a way for you to jump in and it's a way for you to play with your friends who, who are probably in a similar uh, uh, situation. You know, the reason I didn't play World of Warcraft growing up is because I didn't have, one, I didn't have the money to pay for World of Warcraft subscription, but then also I didn't have access <laughs> to a computer, uh, to a strong enough computer to run World Actually, I don't even know if that's true. My computer growing up probably could have ran World of Warcraft, but I digress. It was not a game gaming PC. If it was on mobile, oh yeah, way higher of a chance that I would I would have jumped into something like that. For sure. But yeah, I'm curious to see where this NetEase Blizzard thing goes. I guess we'll stay tuned. Well, straight to the fucking trash now, it seems. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's round out the report, Roper report with story number four. EA says single-player games are a really, really important part of its portfolio. This comes from Ryan up your mind at IGN. It looks as though EA is still trying to make amends for that joke about single-player games, with CEO Andrew Wilson calling them, quote, really, really important, end quote. During a recent earnings call, EA CEO Andrew Wilson reassured investors that single-player games are still a major part of the company's output, despite what it may say on Twitter. Quote, as we think about single-player games, we think it's a really, really important part of the overall portfolio that we deliver in fulfillment of those core motivations, end quote. EA recently came under fire after making a controversial tweet that mocked single-player games. The tweet itself was a poorly executed response to a recent meme, but soon had gamers and industry figureheads alike wondering why EA had posted it. After all, the company had, has published plenty of critically acclaimed single-player games, including Mass Effect Legendary Edition, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and The Sims 4. Now the company is clearly trying to play it down. Quote, The way we think about this is really less about wh which game and more about which motivations these games fulfill, uh, said Wilson. Quote, so we know that our players, uh, they, have, they have these core motivations, inspiration, escape, social connection, competition, self-improvement, creation, these things that bring us together as players of games and the creation of worlds and the building of characters. And the telling of stories is really important in the fulfillment of some of these motivations. End quote. Did, uh, did <laughs> an AI robot Just talk? shut the fuck up. <laughs> The, it's, the, and I'm not, you know, this isn't even dunking on Andrew Wilson. Just like, who listens to these earning calls and is like, just need these these stockholders who need to be placated by the most buzzwordy bullshit of all time. <laughs> we know that our players, they, we know, we know that our players, they, they, they have these core motivations: inspiration, escape, social connection, 
competition. So when Devolver Digital brings out Nina, and this is who she's oh, making yeah. fun of. This is the word salad of what it means to be a CEO on a fucking earnings call. A robot right wrote that. I just want I want that to be clear. They they I had also, an we AI. Made, we made we made an AI watch 100 hours of earnings. Yeah, call, and, and they the and they're like just describe stories. Describe telling, stories. And the telling of stories is really important in the fulfillment of some of the those motivations. It's like he's okay. filibustering. It's like he's, <laughs> like there's like a you, it's like when you you're doing a report and you're like yeah, it's got to be 12 pages and you're like oh god I'm only 10 and a half and you start messing with margins and then oh, you're using yeah. thesauruses for bigger oh, words yeah. to that was university for sure I'm like all right let's open up the thesaurus and see because really what he's saying here is that people play video games for different reasons you could have yeah. just said that instead he's like what is the most PR speak way for me to is, get this off and it's hilarious um when you're when you're reading it out loud i also like going back to the original tweet that uh, that they made of course like it was their great tweet especially coming out of the ea EA account but for those who might have missed it or don't remember right it was the meme of she's a 10 but you know dot 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 and the meme from the ea twitter account was uh they're a 10 but they only play single player games which all right, like coming from the EA, that, honestly, when I saw that, I was like, wow, that's ballsy coming from the EA account for the folks that canceled um, uh, Project Ragtag because it was single player. But, <laughs> you know, whatever. I've, I, what now that we're at this point of the conversation, we're at this point of the ramifications of that tweet, I feel so bad for the person on the team that tweeted that on the social media team because they probably got like the fucking bounce you think yeah you know what <laughs> yeah, i mean like, it, it, the wasn't the story that came out of that like that uh people who run the uh their like a uh, twitter account and their their socials aren't even people who like work at ea or something like that i feel like That's there was something surprising at all yeah, yeah use a third party company yeah i i feel like that story came out where it was like a third party like uh the pr company that they use for that which again because of that like isn't super surprising of them not being able to read the room of who he ea yeah. is as a company but like hilarious. It, and it's it, boiled down all it is is a failed meme right like is this yeah. somebody somebody thought they had something tweeted out oh man that's not it. and i've had those before right? i tweet out a meme and i'm like oh this ain't funny that's what i learned 10 minutes later and i delete it the fact that somebody did it on the ea on the ea account and we're now here we're Weeks later, they're talking about it on an earnings call, and Andrew Wilson has to give this robotic, oh, man, our players, they have core motivations, inspiration, escape, <laughs> social connect. Like, the fact that we've hit the domino effect of where we're here, wild. And, again, I feel for that person, whoever whoever put out that tweet. But goddamn. Goddamn. Craig, yeah. I'm excited to see the next time EA puts, puts out a game that satisfies some of these core motivations. Motivations like inspiration, escape, social connection, competition, <laughs> self-improvement, creation, etc. But that next game is probably so far away. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's Madden 22, which isn't that far away. If I want to know what's coming to Mom Grab Shops today, where would I look? We still got to play, man. Uh, the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the kind of funny games daily show hosts each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today, we got South of the Circle for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Earth's Shadow for PC. And Greg, I don't know if you've seen any clips from Earth's Shadow or looked it up. You're smiling. Have you seen I it? I haven't, but I okay. can only imagine it's awful, the fact that next to it is, parentheses, we're watching this trailer in the post-show. Yeah, I, nobody look at anything. If you're, if you're a part of the post-show gang, of course, patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, we're going to live react to that trailer after this. because. Oh, I and honest, I'm not gonna give any hints. All, I, all I'm gonna say is that Jeff Grubb tweeted about it. I saw a clip of it 
thought it was a different game, and then like, I got excited, clicked into it, realized that it was Earth Shadow, and I was like, huh, huh. And so we're going to okay. live react to that. All right, I'm today. excited. Uh, we also got Galactic Ruler out today for PC, and then Gale of Windoria out today for PS4 and PS5. Uh, we got one new date for you. This comes from at PlayStation on Twitter, where they tweet out, cat person, dog person, why not both? Dress up as both, or sorry, dress up as everyone's favorite companions with new costumes for Sackboy A Big Adventure. Ooh, the cute cat arrives finally. on August 8th, followed by the dashing dog, which arrives on August 26th. Listen, is it shocking to you that they're still putting out content for Sackboy's Big Adventure? 1,000%. I don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Why like, are they get, doing this? I get, like, you know, Little Big Planet, of course, has this long history of DLC and costumes and things like that. But, like, who is still playing Sackboy's Big Adventure other than Janet Garcia, who is forcing of her course. family to do it? But since they won't do it, it just continually goes on. And I'm not even talking shit. It was a fun game. Don't get me wrong. It's just... Really? It's the equivalent of there. there's an era there during Super Smash Brothers Ultimate where every Nintendo Direct, you'd be watching a trailer and on the, on the you know, in the corner of your mind, you're like, oh, is this a Smash reveal? Like, you'll be watching Kirby yeah, or yeah, like yeah, some yeah. random game and you're like, oh, is this really a reveal for Smash? Now, every single time I read a PlayStation tweet, in my mind, I'm like, is this going to be a skin for a little bit for a little big planet? Sackboy, big adventure? Is this what? Because I did not know where this tweet was going. Right, I, <laughs> I started off. I was like, "All right, cat person, dog person. Oh, this might be a stray." stray There's yeah, another doing game. Some, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you get to it, and it's like Sackboy Big Adventure, and it's like, "Oh, oh, okay, all right." That's what the a dog a dog skin. I feel like this is one of the more uninspired skins. It's just that thing Sackboy. when you think about like ongoing costumes and content. You're thinking about Fortnite, Fall Guys. Like they're doing all these things all the time. They're always in the. And then it's like, and now Sackboy's Big Adventure is getting a dog. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Right. Yeah, why not? Why not? Right, I guess. And the people in the chat, like, there's a couple who are saying, "I, I still need to finish it." Says unique technique, uh, bearded X Panda. I am. But then other people, uh, Danny Ghost Boy, Danny Ghosty Boy says, "Me, but I just got a PS5." And somebody else said, "Folks who just found a PS5, like, is it? Are you? Is that really still the must-play PS5 games? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like listen, that was a good game. I, it, Sackboy, a big it, adventure. No one's saying it's not a good game. I'm just saying, has that risen to the list of? You're buying a PS5. You're walking out with three games, and one of them is Sackboy's Big Adventure. No, of course not, right? It's not. It's not of the Ratchet Echelon. It's not a Spider-Man Miles Morales. It's not a Returnal or Horizon. But you can get around to it at some point. Sure. It's a. It's a. It's a strong get around from me. Get around. I was, to I was it. about to say yeah. It, what it, it, PlayStation Plus or anything That's else? That's part of the company review skill. Get around to it. It's my new um. Oh, okay. <laughs> Take oh, off your pants and jackets. This Sackboy isn't even on the PlayStation Extra. Uh, PlayStation Plus Extra for some reason. That's a good point. I mean, not a, not all no, PlayStation exclusives are. Yeah, but it feels like that's a game that should be. No, that definitely yeah. is need, a game. Especially if I'm putting out fucking dog DLC. Greg, they need the. You want to be a fucking dog? You want to be a cat? There. We just want your goddamn money. It was either they pick Returnal or Sackboy, and they thought Returnal was going to be a better value at the PS Plus Extra. Okay, I mean, it is. I agree with that. Speaking of value, deal of the day for you: Hot Wheels Unleashed is fourteen ninety nine on the US PSN store. So if you've been if you've been holding off of Hot Wheels Unleashed and you got an extra fifteen dollars burning your great pocket, game, boom. Great game, especially if you don't have very Forza. It's a, it's a very fun game. Now it is time for Reader Mail. You can write it to patreon.com slash games where you can get your questions read on the show, just like Lucid Dream did. Lucid Dream writes in and says, I'm excited about AEW Fight Forever, but Woo! that leaked, leaked trailer is not going to do them any favors. Woof. I think they should pull it on hiatus for retooling. I did not realize that this wasn't a question, but this then leads into a question from me for Greg. Have you checked out the leaked trailer? I thought didn't we look at it yesterday or was there more than that? Oh, there's a, new leak. 
There's a leaked trailer for today. That dropped. can we watch it, or are we gonna get taken? Are we worried about it? I don't know about watching it live on the show. Okay, hold I, on. I'm, I, I get... see you leaked it here. I'm gonna look at it here. I'm looking at it here. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. I'm watching. Tony Schiavone is talking. Is it? Hold on. Does it? Do they? Re- well, it's two minutes long. That seems like a crud. The trailer. Do they? Did they put a release date at the end? Remember yesterday there was we no. were bullshitting this. Okay. It says coming soon. Damn. I'm looking. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay. So. So I'm. <laughs> scrubbed through it the first 45 seconds are a bit okay yeah i can understand what that would let's look at the gameplay though and is this even a trailer oh yeah there's some gameplay in there there's some yeah i'm I'm watching the gameplay now now i've gotten to the gameplay what so are we woofing the comedy of it oh wait pj julian says it's already up on ign Oh, is it really? There's a there's because today they did upload like a teaser for the trailer, but it's not. Barrett, will you go to IGN.com and see if you can find it? Because if we can see IGN's thing, that'd be great. The big thing I don't know if you've seen it yet. Have you seen the mini games? Where she put her fingers in his mouth? There? No, no, no. no. Wait. <laughs> no, no. I'm no. watching the trailer. You told me to watch. She hit him with a chair, the fire extinguisher, the baseball bat. No, not that, not that. That's her talking about the weapons that you can play. Okay, the there's trash can again. I'm going. He's got a trash can on top of his head here now. All right. 130. Okay. Oh, there's the mini games. Oh, we're playing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Home run derby. Oh, is that your fucking. Is that the goddamn Casino Royale there with the goddamn ships rolling across <laughs> the sky? IGN has the teaser trailer, not the not this two minute one. Not okay. the two minute one. Yeah, the two minute one has some really interesting gameplay segments. And I think, I, I think they're talking about the gameplay. Like the t- bits of gameplay they show. Uh, I, I don't get excited about it. It looked basic. It looks kind of like it looks hey, yeah, t- Timmy Buddy says IGN has the teaser with just the cover art. This video is supposed to be in the THQ Nordic showcase next week. Uh, oh, there's a showcase the next week? They mentioned THQ in the front. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, That's, that makes me very excited, Blessing, because. Just stop. So, but, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Right, no, no. Uh, you, I was, was going to stop say, Blessing from. Uh, there's the SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom spiritual successor. Might get uh, oh, more, yeah. uh, more info on that next week. Hell yeah. So, for me, the gameplay. Is what I expected. I think if you go back and I was talking yesterday about like a, ba- a No Mercy is a basic game, and this is I expect, especially for your first time out as you know on an AEW thing, Yuke's working with AKI people again and all these stuff. Like I didn't expect it. Whatever. Is I, I look at this as like an independent wrestling game, even though I guess mm-hmm. THQ is publishing now. Apparently, if that's who's out there and yada yada yada. Anyways, I don't expect it. I just want it to be fun, and that I get that looks like modern uh, No Mercy. Like we're talking about. Does it look great when uh, the trash can is over Adam Cole's head there or whatever? And it's like kind of float, like you can snow, but like, who cares? I mean, I'm not there to hit him with a fucking trash can and a steel chair. I mean, I'm here for the home run derby. I want to try out the game. What is that all about? (laughs) What is that? Did you ever play the Pokemon Stadium minigames back in the day? No. Because they look like that. Yeah. And those are a blast. The thing is, though, that these look like the same quality of those ones. And that was an SC4 game. Um, yeah. But I can dig it. I can, yo, know, Home Run Derby, all the other bullshit that they got in the, in the mini games. Like, it's around, that thing where it's points. like, I don't, if you've, I don't know where the mini games get inserted. I don't know. If the, if the core wrestling is fun, that's all I'm looking for. Fair I just enough. want some fun wrestling games. Again, like we were talking yesterday, right? Go, You can go watch a long diatribe about AEW and WWE and whatever. Like, my, I still expect WWE 2K22 uh, to be my, man, I feel like playing, I want to wrestle right now. I want, I want a TV-like experience, right? I feel like that's where I'm going to go, where I'm going to play in the career and the my faction, yada, yada, yada. This, I do think, will be something, jump, something fun to jump into. But again, in my mind's eye, this is very much 
like the first AKI WCW game, right? Which means that we are then, what, three games removed from getting to No Mercy? Because there would have be uh, WCW, MWO, WrestleMania 2000, then No Mercy. Like, I feel like you're going to have to have that kind of trajectory in, in, as an uh, idea as you go through. Now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in, let us know what we got wrong, as we got it wrong, so we can correct. You got a big fly in your room, by the way, Greg. Uh, it's towards your, your right, your left, your right. Uh, where you can write in patreon.com, or you can write it at kindoffunny.com says you're wrong. Correct it for those watching later on YouTube, listening later on podcast services around the globe. Uh, Nano says Kryden and Meriden are the legendaries. Yeah? No. Hey, you, see, you seen it? Jen's worried there's a wasp in the house. I don't know. I'm on a live show, Jen. You know what I mean? That's why I just pointed them. out. Yeah, you got a big, a big old. It was flying in the background. I was like, oh, that's a big one. So I was right, on. Every, keep going. I was very impressed that you didn't look back. Because well, I, I don't like, know hey, what's going on. First off, I want to tell everybody about this great book, Gamer Girls, that I, I got. And I was showing Benjamin the other day. I'm going to probably use it right now to kill a wasp. So just <laughs> keep going. All right, I got it. Do your thing, Greg. Uh, I'm so scared. They went behind the. They went behind this thing. Jay writes in and says, "You won't be taking on gems in any order. They still have levels. They said you can choose from any of the three storylines you want in any order. I don't know if that's right, Jay. I think they said both, but I'll wait. I'll pin that. So, what were we wrong though? Like we can tackle gems in any order. We said that. that's what I'm saying. Jay is saying they, they you won't be ta- taking on gems in any order." But I'm pretty sure they said you will be. Yeah, you can. I think the I think the thing is there though. I don't think the the gyms scale with you. I think there is still like a set difficulty for oh, each gym. Oh, is that what you? Okay. Maybe I, I. There seems to be some debate about it on Twitter chat. Let me know if uh, which side is correct there. But yeah, Nano Nano also writes in and says a recent Scarlet slash Violet leak has said that Pokemon gyms can be done in any order, but do not scale with level. Uh, they said there is no order, Nano. Yeah, uh, Nano says uh, they said there's no order. Uh, the you're wrong is they're not going to scale. The, that's the you're wrong. Okay. okay. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, Kebab says Barrett is correct. EA social media team is or was run by people who aren't really game people. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, let's see here. I wonder how Greg's doing with that bug. He's under a for I'm audio. Really, I'm, I'm really not. Right uh, I'm really scared. What do you? What are you scared of? You think he's gonna like break his setup? You think he's gonna? I think accidentally whack Jen. I with think the, book? the wasp is gonna take over the house. No, I don't think it's a. I, it must be a moth. It looked like a moth. I don't think it's a wasp. Which you know, this isn't. This isn't me putting judgment on moths. I think moths can maybe be just as capable as wasps. All I know is that I, wasps. I, were more if scared. it's a wasp. I a wasp imagine, does have a likelier. If it's, I, a, I, if it's a wasp, it's gonna take over the house. If it's a moth, yes. it's gonna steal Ben. No, oh, no way, no way, no way. Greg Miller lets, lets a, a moth get away with Ben. I, I mean, I, I remember uh, a wasp, like, maybe. Mm, mm. Chat. What's the really big moth that fights King Kong? No, not King Kong. Godzilla. Mothra. Literally, Mothra. yeah, Mothra. Yeah. yeah. That uh, moths can get real big, bless. Yeah, but like, at one point, <laughs> what point are they just butterflies? You know what I mean? And at <laughs> that point, they're just cute. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you um, want this level of stupidity, you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny for the kind of funny next gen podcast posting. Once oh, no, month. it's big. It's big. Oh, it's really big. Oh, no, it's big. It's a big moth, says Greg. Yo, it, might, it might be Mothra up in there. You uh, might be rattling it's Mothra. It's going to steal The post show is just going to be us watching Greg yeah. for like 30 minutes. <laughs> Madognik96 says Oh, no. Uh, oh, they got a vacuum it? That's a... Why does that's a nice vacuum? <laughs> that's a really cool vacuum. That vacuum looks like a fucking Ghostbusters machine. Like, that was like uh, 100% why he got that. God damn. Uh, Madognik96 says Mega Man Battle 
and fighters is out for switch today um he says i wrote in but you might have missed that i probably missed it but thank you for that and then uh nano says the new spongebob game is called the cosmic shake i mean okay it's not really you're wrong it's not like I. it is more clarification yeah it's clarification now I didn't, I, was, know it was, I, I didn't know it was kind of funny.com slash clarification. Yeah. Now where did okay, so Greg just walked back in. For a second, for a second I didn't know where he went. He's still under his desk. Wow, they're really struggling getting this mod. If you're an audio listener, I highly recommend the video version of the show. I, I'm so scared. Because this is riveting. I almost don't want to end the show because I want to see <laughs> I, I need the saga to end before we end get into the post show. And it we'll, we'll do it for the post show. Yeah, we'll do it for the post show. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow's hosts for Kind of Funny Games Daily are me and Tim. If you're watching this live on Twitch, after this is Mike and Andy playing some Sims 4. If you want to cast that stream later, you can, of course, subscribe to YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Plays. Remember, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday live right here on Twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We also watch Greg Miller try to kill a moth for about, wait, five minutes? I need, I need... I, just, I, want an, I want one more update live on air. You know what I'm okay. saying? Mm-hmm. Chat's freaking out. <laughs> I mean, there's no... He, he doesn't have his headphones on. Yeah, he's on a mission true. right now. There's yeah, no way he can mission. get an update. Yeah, he's on a mission. Tune into the post show if you want the update. Because I... <laughs> I pardon me, I don't want to end this, honestly. I, I kind of <laughs> want this to end here. Because I don't want to leave the people hanging. Yeah, I, I don't... That's the thing. I don't want the chat... Like, it's a live this show. This is a very you know? good bit. And, and honestly, like, if you're watching this on YouTube later, if you're listening on podcast services later, like, you're in for the long haul now on this saga of whatever the fuck is happening with Greg and this moth, maybe a wasp. I don't well, know. <laughs> Joey, I don't know. The Sims can wait. We're going to hold on. The Sims can wait. Oh I'm going to be honest here. We're, We're going to hold right Andy until to Greg high gets school after this, which is going to be a really fun time, but we need to know what's going on with this wasp and But if we moth. end it, but if we end it right now, then we might see the largest increase in Patreon subscriptions that we have read. I, I, <laughs> that's Roger, true. I think Listen. you're really overestimating that. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> No, I'm I'm with Roger here, but listen, Roger, I'm a man of the people, all right. I give people what I'm not. Right. I'm just, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, he oh, did it! He, he did, did it. it! Hell yeah! We did it. Fuck. All right, we're gonna. He did oh, it. We're gonna on. get. I, we're gonna I, talk I about an, it. I need an audio Listen, I'm back, bus. What happened? What, what's the update? We're still live. Don't worry, Greg. everybody. It's okay. Everybody's safe in the house. What happened? Can you explain everything that just happened to you? Yeah, a bug got in the house. A big old bug. Mm-hmm. What kind of bug? We don't know. If you're an etymologist, we need your help. There was it, was he a wasp? That was the first concern. No. Jen then said maybe some kind of beetle. I said I don't know enough about beetles, right? Then I said he was a stick bug, but Jen says he's flying. He's not a stick bug. Basically, though, we got a real slender body guy who can fly. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I early on when before I had eyes on, I'm like, is this a cockroach? Did a cockroach just walk into the house? You know what I mean? It wasn't a cockroach. From my perspective, I thought it was a moth for a second. It did. But it's he, when he was flying, for sure, he had moth-like qualities. I agree with yeah. that 100. But no, so I had no clear shot on smashing with the book again. Gamer girls, find all about it there, you know, from the early days of projectors and punch cards. Code, we'll talk about that book later. Uh, I thought I could smash him, but he was all down underneath the cables, you know, underneath the desks. He was in really tricky spots. So then I had him bust out the vacuum, vacuumed him up. Oh, now, man. what a way to go. There had been long conversations before about, hey, you know, no, you're going somewhere with this. There have been long conversations before about, hey, if you vacuum up a spider, does it kill the spider? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I assure you, I vacuumed up plenty of spiders and they are always dead. They can't live through this. I'll tell you right now, I don't know what this bug is, but this motherfucker's fighting for his life. He's alive <laughs> right now in the vacuum. So we're going to go empty the vacuum outside because I don't want to fuck him up. You know what I mean? But 
I see him in there. He's like, what the hell just happened to me? <laughs> He's like, oh, so God, I got to go take care of him. I got to go get him outside, okay? All right. I appreciate the update. I'll be back for the po- – this isn't the post show yet, right? No, I'll be no, back no, no, for the post show. We had to extend the main show because we oh, – really I understand. I see the chat popping out. We got him, everybody, and we're going to let get him outside right now, so don't worry about it. Proud of you. Good job. All right. This has been kind of funny games daily. Uh, of course, we have a Patreon post show for you. What are we going to talk about? Uh, we're probably still going to do that live reacts, but I also I'm curious about how this is going to go as he empties his vacuum. So you might talk about that too. Uh, but for now, if you're on Patreon, you can stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. <laughs>